0: To the right, fed at the tight end line. Second and goal to go from the two. Toss sweep right for James White. Cuts it up the right arm. Cuts it upfield. Driving forward. It's diving it's to the it. goal line. It's a touchdown it's it. and a title for the Patriots. It. I can't believe it. They have completed the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, led by the greatest quarterback. Look at Brady in Super Bowl and NFL annals. One more. Silver Trophy is coming back to New England. I love this team. The confetti, the streamers falling from the roof of NRG Stadium. I don't care.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Pat's Blitz presented by SB Nation. I'm your host, Stephen Thompson, alongside my co host, Chris Blackie. Joined tonight by William Bendenson a.k.a. Patriots Maven on Twitter. How's it going, man? Good.
0: Good to be on with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on. I guess we all could be a little bit better, right, after the game Sunday.
0: Yeah, no, I think that there's been some overreaction. But, uh, hey, uh, you know, it's uh, certainly disappointing anytime you lose to Pittsburgh. So.
1: Yeah, we never overreact in New England. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of – say I think I had a tweet. Buffalo, the last time they were 9-5 and five was 1999, 20 years ago. So, Wow. It, I think fans, uh, you know, have obviously gotten jaded. That's understandable with all their success. But, you know, it's not a uh, – it's not such a terrible thing to play on wild card weekend. It's it not making the playoffs, obviously. I think it's important for their sake that they get the first round bye and I think they still will do that because I think Houston will lose in Philadelphia this week so uh, and I don't see the Patriots losing either of their last two games given how bad the Bills and the Jets are and also uh they're very good at home so I think they'll finish 11 and 5 and you know they'll be either the two or the three seed so
1: yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the Eagles are going to beat Houston this weekend. It's me about Nick Foles.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Foles?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, he's playing well. Yeah. yeah. But, so, uh, do, you, do you have any positives from the Patriots-Steelers game?
0: Yeah, there were some po- – I mean, the secondary played well. Jackson played well. Gilmore played well. J- Jackson played very well. I think he's been probably their best rookie this year. And, um, you know, G- uh, Gilmore played well on Antonio Brown. I mean, the one touchdown he had, somehow they got Jason McCourty matched up on him. So, um, yeah, so there are some positives. The game, I thought uh, Lawrence Guy played okay. Moy had a good game. So, you know, there were some Edelman overall had a good game. So, yeah, I mean, look, it was a competitive game. I mean, was it wasn't, you know, a couple more plays. So.
3: In your estimation, did the Steelers win or did the Patriots lose?
0: Well, I think around here, not give much credit to the Steelers. But, uh, yeah, I think more of the Steelers won it. I mean, the Steelers came into the game leading the league in sacks. So, they can really rush the passer with Wad and Hayward and – and hewitt and they got good linebackers Dupree and aiden's a very good corner you know their other corner are weak. but yeah no i mean i think the steelers probably are the most talented overall team in the afc they've just had a lot of uh you know they got the two best you know two great receivers brown and schuster and and so you know but the dysfunction at um you know with the Le'Veon bell situation hamstring, hamstring them all year and then you know, that Connor is out too, their second running back. So, you know, it's disappointing that the Patriots run defense is so bad that they allow Samuels to have hundred and forty two yards and average seven and a half yards of carries. So that's I think the biggest disappointment. Overall, I mean they gave up two touchdown drives in the first three drives, it didn't look good, and then you know, they seemed to play better. I mean they got lucky, Boswell missed a thirty two yarder. But look, overall, I think that the, I would say more the Steelers won it.
3: As far as the Pagers' run defense, do you think they're going to be able to get this thing solved by the playoffs or you think they are what they
0: are with it? Um, I'm skeptical because, uh, you know, Gore and, uh, you know, Flowers struggles at times to seal the edge. And, uh, you know, Malcolm Brown's been a disappointment. Uh, Lawrence Guy's okay. He certainly sometimes seems better against the pass. And Danny Shelton's been a huge disappointment. They traded for him for Cleveland, and he's uh, – He's supposed to help the, with the run defense, big guy, and he's been inactive the last three weeks. So he's been the big disappointment. Um, they just need to be bigger up front. And uh, teams are seeing that you can really, you know, move them out of the way. And it's rare for Bill Belichick, you know, a 3-4 defense guy, to have problems with run defense. But uh, he does right now. And so the run defense does control you know, you know, once And teams see that. Um you know, Buffalo, they can uh, – uh, uh, with Sean McCoy, Buffalo can run the ball too. And um, so we'll see. In, in the Buffalo Monday night game, the Patriots did a good job on him. But, you know, certainly Buffalo's watching the same tape that everybody else is watching and seeing the struggles with their run defense. So. Right. And, they're gonna have to fix. and they're also going to have to find a way, if they can, to get pressure with four guys. You know, the second series, after the first series was a disaster – uh Flores and Belichick realized they had to bring a couple of blitzes, so they brought van van Moy and then with their third down dime defense, they brought Jonathan jones so uh you know i think uh I think they're you know, I think they gotta find a way because if you know i mean look they'll beat the bills and the Jets, that's not a question, but you know in the playoffs uh, you know they're playing if they gotta play San Diego or Kansas City you know then. It's a different issue because you know they're much more talented teams and they're going to see those weaknesses and they're going to try to exploit them, and they have the personnel to do so. The Jets and Bills just don't, uh, right? Steve, have you been able to figure out anything why Shelton isn't playing? I think it's just a talent thing. I don't know if his weight's an issue, um, but yeah, he's been a disappointment, no question. And I haven't figured, I don't think it's injury related. Yeah, as far as I'm if I remember, right? He's, He's been, you know, he hasn't been on the injury report the last three weeks. So, you know, he's, I don't think it's, I don't think the injury is the issue. I just think he's depth and, you know, they got some guys. I mean, Derek Rivers was their first pick uh, two years ago, 2017, a third round pick overall. He didn't have the first or second round. He's hardly been active this year. And he's been inactive again on Sunday. You know, they're they're hoping that he could contribute this year. And it's just, he hasn't really contributed anything. So I don't know what the deal with him is. He's a good guy and all that. It's just. It's just not uh, just not happening right now with him. Yeah,
3: it's been, that's one of the biggest puzzle pieces I've been trying mm. to figure out this year too with Rivers. I can't figure it out either. I mean, I'm not around the team, but something must be off somewhere.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. You know, I mean, the part of it's depth, and it's the same reason Dawson can't get on the field, but yeah you'd like to think he could be better than Jonathan Jones, but he's just uh not there right now. So we'll see if he can get active in the last couple of games. But I don't I don't honestly think the secondary's right now the problem. And I think Jason McCourty struggles at times, but you know, i think overall Jackson and Gilmore the way they're playing is pretty good. It's just uh you know, they've gotta get uh you know, more pass rush up front and they've gotta stop the run. I think that's their issue on defense. Mm-hmm.
3: What's your overall assessment of Hightower this season? I think
0: hightower he's slowed down. He's not—you uh, know—he's not the his speed is always questionable. It seems to be falling down. I mean, at times he makes plays; times he disappears. And and the other thing that's hurting Hightower is that uh, in the league, the um, the linebacker position has been devalued because. You know, essentially, you're a nickel defense the whole time, which means five defensive backs, so you're only going to have two linebackers on the field. So, you know, in the Patriots in '01, one there was times they had four linebackers on the field, so it's very different, you know. Their linebackers, I mean, the one thing is without Hightower, they really don't have any linebackers, so. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they got Van patently, but they're very thin at linebackers. So, they're, you know, I think next year in the draft, right, I haven't looked at who's a free agent yet, but... To, They'll probably try to get some linebackers, so. Well, I'm curious how Bentley's actually going to
3: perform, like, on the full season. I was season impressed with he Bentley looked, he, looked he, very uh,
0: good. he tore his, uh, I forget, some muscle in his arms. So he's missed the whole year since right. week three, but, yeah, he looked good. I mean, he, I think of all the rookies, he had the best training camp, so, but he just didn't. They had bad luck this year with their rookie class, I mean. Win went down for the year, uh the first round tackle they thought was going to be a starter, and then Bentley went down and would've probably been a starting linebacker and then Michelle missed most of training camp and so and he's been good, but uh, you know, he's had some injury issues. So yeah, they haven't and Duke Dawson, their second round pick, he hasn't played a game yet either. So they, they haven't he was hurt until they activated him a few weeks ago. So yeah, their rookie class I just haven't had good luck with this year. But we'll see, you know, next year I think will be a big year to see what Win and, and uh, Dawson can do. Right. And yeah, Michelle, Bentley you know, reminds me of Mayo. Yeah, I mean, Bentley seems good against the run. And, and the other thing was in training camp, his teammates were impressed with his intelligence for a rookie. So, um, right. yeah, I think he was a promising player. In some ways, I think he could be a, a little better than Mayo, a little better athlete, you know. So... Yeah, I think I Mayo think so. was a good I mean, run linebacker. I, I think Mayo was yeah. a good run linebacker. I didn't think he was, you know, so much against the pass, but you know. I, and the other thing that hurt Mayo was that he just had so many injuries to his career. Right,
1: Steve. So yeah, how come well, then attacking defense that we saw against the Vikings? How come we're not seeing more of that?
0: I mean, I think the thing with the, uh, you know, they with those disguises is and having a bunch of guys standing up is that they work in passing downs they don't you know if you've got a lot of defensive backs on the field then the other team's going to run the ball more uh the issue with the vikings is that the vikings offensive line is terrible and the steelers offensive line is really good so you know i wouldn't be in a rush to put six defensive backs in there because the steelers would mow you right down so i mean that's a, that's another reason under that samuel's had a really good day they're their offensive line is very good, one of the best in football. Where the Vikings, one of the worst, so you could afford to sacrifice up front there versus uh, with the Steelers.
3: Hmm. So, interesting
0: take.
1: So, as far as Gronk, do you think he's I mean, going to be able to turn it up? The, that, the other thing with the
0: Vikings was, other than one last thing with the Vikings was that they, uh, you know, they were really playing a shell of a team because Diggs wasn't himself. Stefon Diggs and, and Thielen was good, but. You know, it's a take away one receiver. I mean, you know, they. Uh, what were we gonna say? As far as Gronk, do you think he will be able to turn it up a little in the playoffs? Um, or is Bart he knows, just what he is? Know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, he didn't yeah. do much in this game. Just slower mm-hmm. now than he used to. So.
1: Yeah, what do you, uh, as far as like the offensive struggles, the penalties, what do you make of it? I mean, like this year, this like you never see them in the like years past, all these like unforced penalties, the holdings, the pre snap penalties. Any idea why they're getting more of them this year?
0: Well, in re watching the film, some of the penalties were because of the Steelers pass rush, like the holding mm-hmm. at the end of the game, for Mason. Stephon to it, beat him, and uh, Mason held him from behind. So sometimes, when you're an offensive line and you're holding and you're committing a lot of false starts, a lot of times that's because you're nervous about the defensive line at the snap, and then they're beating you off. The... So I, I think that was more that you got to give the credit to the Steelers for yeah. some of those penalties. And also, I mean, the third and fifteen where the Patriots got the first down, uh, that was a very questionable pass interference on Joe Hayden. So I know the Steelers were upset about that one. So. Um... You know, I think the penalties, you know, end end up evening out. I mean, I know more were called than the Patriots, but so in the Vikings game, I know the Vikings were upset that they thought the Patriots got more of the calls. So you know, that goes back and forth.
3: Oh, definitely. So well, you're down in um, Gillette quite a quite a bit. What's the
0: mood down there right now? <laughs> The mood, I, I think it's good. I mean, they're 9-5. and five. They're not going to get too down. I don't think it's like oh nine 9 where Belichick lost control of the loss of them. I just think they – you know, final thing I'll say is that I think that the – I never heard Belichick say um, uh, he was proud of a team after a loss, at least that I can remember, and he did that on Sunday. So that might be his recognition that, you know, these guys are giving everything they have, but they just don't quite have the horses. You know, he saw the game. He knows, you know he knows their talent level better than anybody. So he knows, you know, he, he sees some of their weaknesses. And he's not going to, you know, he's not going to get on guys who are giving their best. I mean, you, know, you know, Lawrence Guy and Malcolm Brown, they are what they are. So it's not like they're not trying their hardest. So
1: Yeah, I am definitely disappointed in Malcolm Brown. I thought he was going to be a lot better this year. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, there was talk that he might get traded in training camp, mm-hmm. so. Uh, you know, he's a free agent. I don't think he'll be back, but we'll see.
3: You think Trent Brown's going to be back okay. next year?
2: You got it the club? No, to take these.
3: You're going We got to. Just
2: take these. I got these. You got your keys? Yeah. Put the other one at Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get your keys. I got it.
0: Okay. I got what do you mean you do quantum bottles? I'm done. I'm done oh, okay. So oh, what am I doing with the car?
3: Huh? What am I doing with the car, then? What are you going to do? You're going to leave it in my office and you'll it tomorrow. Okay. What's okay. going on you here? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, Sorry about that. What were you going to say? Hello? Um, I'm here. I'm trying to remember what I just said. <laughs> a little bit what? distracted. What'd you say? Go ahead, Steve. You got a question? So, uh, Go you,
2: you, you. What was your I question? Said-
1: Josh Gordon, uh, why wasn't he targeted more against the Steelers? I know in the past he's had some pretty good, big games against them, and he seemed from what I watched to like the replays and stuff, is he had a lot of single coverage. Why wasn't that more of a focus, you think, going towards him? Yeah. Who,
0: Gronkowski?
1: No, uh, Josh Gordon.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think Gordon had his best day. He had only one catch. Um, I mean, you know, single coverage. I mean, you can't double everybody. I I don't know. He couldn't get more open. I'm not completely sure why. I've got to watch that angle of the film again. It seemed like they, from what I saw, they got good coverage on him. But, you know, but yeah, you know, he he didn't have his best day. He dropped a pass. I'd only dropped two, so you know. So like, how you far did the Patriots? I mean, Pitt, yeah, Pittsburgh. And I mean, last year they. I mean, they should have lost, if not, for uh Jesse James overturning the call on, uh, you know, to catch the touchdown and then they overturned it. So, you know, the competitive teams, I mean, it's not, I thought it would be a close game. I didn't think anybody thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought that was crazy, but mm-hmm. it was, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I think you know, going forward, you know, I see the Patriots winning these last two games and then, uh, you know, I think it's a chance to really get their offense right and make sure they have what they have and, you know, try to find ways whether it's stunts to get flowers and Claiborne more on the quarterback and, and, um, you know, and, uh, that's, uh, I think what they, you know, have to do. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, this will be more of a challenge against Buffalo on Sunday, uh, than the first time they played them because they have Josh Allen will be playing. So,
2: you know, Allen's
0: much better than Derek Anderson, who started that game. So I, I think, uh, you know, I think, uh, I, you know, I think it'll be good for them and mobile quarterback. You know, they can work on their defense. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So, like, how far ultimately do
1: you think they go in the playoffs?
0: Um, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to Judy Batista from the NFL network and uh she said that uh, you know she has no idea what teams are gonna be in the Super Bowl. And they asked me to pick it, if I had to pick it, and I feel the same way right now, to put a gun to my head, I'd put uh, you know, Chargers and Saints. But you know, that could change next week. But I think those two teams and you know, right now I still think the Chargers win that division. and I don't think Kansas City's playing that well, so I think Kansas City will lose in Seattle and the Chargers win the last two. And then the Chargers will get two at home. And I think the Patriots will probably have to go to Los Angeles for the AFC championship game is my guess, if I was predicting it. Um, but, you know, because uh, I think whoever, if they get the first round, uh, if they get the first round by, I don't see Indianapolis or, I know Indy's playing better, but given Luck's history against Brady, I don't see them coming here and, and, you know, Indy's been very good the second half of the season and winning. So, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, if the Chiefs come here, I still think the Patriots win. I just think they're playing well at home. So, I think right now I would say they probably lose in Los Angeles in the AFC Championship game if I had to pick it. Hopefully they can
3: play at home. They're definitely a much better team at home. Yeah. Than they are on
0: the road. That's pretty yeah, obvious. Yeah, that's why I think it's important yeah. that they get the two seed, you know, cause they get the three seed, then they're playing wild card weekend, then they're going to have to win probably two road games to get to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And I just don't think the way they play on the road, you know. But if they, you know, can get the, the one, two. And, you know, look, you get the two seed, and there's always a chance that the one seed gets upset, and then you get the AFC Championship game at home. I think that's happened to them before. So, yeah. You know, uh, so, I think that's why it's – uh, that's why Patriots fans should really be rooting for Philadelphia this weekend. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that'll be hard. <laughs> yeah, I think Philadelphia will win because they're playing well. They went to the Rams last week and, and uh, you know, and won. And so, it, uh, you know, they're playing well, and Houston's not playing that well. They barely beat the Jets. So, um, I, I expect that Philadelphia will win that game. So, I, I still like the Patriots odds to get to two seats. And then you know, they only need to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. So. Right. But it's concerning. Yeah, I don't trust yeah. them now to go. And the reason I think they'll lose to Los Angeles, I just don't think they can beat a good team on the road right now. They finished three and five on the road this year. Their only decent road win was Chicago, but Matt Khalil Mac wasn't healthy. So, um, yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's a. Uh, I know fans aren't used to it. Younger Patriots fans, older Patriots fans certainly remember when the team wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So, we do. <laughs> Oh yeah. So yeah, (laughs) guys, sound like.
3: Well, final question for me: Uh, What have you made of Josh McDaniels' play calling of late? Um,
0: you know, I know there's. I mean, my one overall criticism of it is that uh, James White. uh, you know, James White, apparently he was – I didn't see it, but he was open at the end of the game. Maybe they missed him. I just think sometimes he should go to James White a little bit more. Teams haven't been able to stop him this year, and and I'm a big James White fan. I just think he finds a way to make plays. You can't really put a price on that. And so, um, yeah, I, I think that they, they, they should go to White more. I don't – you know, I think McDaniels falls into some of this. The Steelers did a little too on Sunday, which is that – you know, coaches outthink themselves. The Steelers probably could have run more. The Patriots couldn't stop the run. You know, but coaches, they like to vary it up. And, you know, so it's uh, it's frustrating. But I, I don't think the play calling has been bad. Uh, I'm not – the other thing is, I'm not the biggest believer like Belichick and all important play calling really is. And the, that, you know, if you call a run and you execute it well, you gain yards. If you call a pass you and and you execute it well, you gain yards. It's not – I know sometimes fans like to critique it, but obviously on third and 15, you're going to throw the ball. But it's not – I I don't think whether it's third and five, whether you run it or pass it, is always the biggest – I mean, it does drive me crazy when it's a third and six and teams throw it three yards. I do think you should throw it the length of the distance you need. But, you know, I'm not the biggest – except in, you know, obvious situations like Pete Carroll when he should have given the ball to Marshawn Lynch because the Patriots couldn't stop him. I mean, you know, um, but – Look, it is what it is. uh, You know, I think overall McDaniels has had a good season. But like I said, I think he needs to get – sometimes I I wish he would go to James White more. I remember in the Detroit loss in September, I thought they, you know, given that they were doubling Gronk, they didn't have any receivers, I thought they should have gone to James White more.
2: You know?
1: Yep.
0: Anything else, Steve?
1: No, that's all I got. So, cool. uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, before we let you go, let All everyone, know where, yeah, let yeah, everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, let everyone know where
0: they can find you. Perfect. Oh, oh, sure. Uh, FootballMaven.io slash Patriots. Again, FootballMaven.io slash Patriots. And you can also follow me on Twitter. It's very simple, at PatriotsMaven. Right on.
3: Awesome. Right. Yeah,
1: thanks again for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome pretty interesting
3: stuff yeah definitely so let's talk about this Buffalo game coming up
1: is there anything yeah. at all
3: that concerns you
1: oh yeah I mean he's a mobile quarterback he can run Josh Allen that is mm-hmm. McCoy if he plays You know, he's been decent against them some in the past. They got to figure out the run defense, period.
3: I think they're going to have a good game this week. I mean, who from the receivers that really scare you? Ah, nobody, really. Exactly. And you made a good point yesterday in our other podcast where today's NFL, you're really not going to be able to stop both of them. It's almost like you got to pick your poison. And I think yeah. they're zeroing on their run, and I think that'll be the difference. I'm just curious with the way of late, with the Patriots offense struggling, how they're going to do against that Buffalo defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, really, last time they played in Buffalo, Buffalo shut them down pretty good. Right. I mean, if you remember, it was really the defense that played out of their mind that game. and. McCordy had the pick six and you know they sealed the game basically. Oh no doubt that Yeah, I mean that's kind of the start of when the Pats defense turned started turning it around that game. Yep. I think so.
3: Yeah. Is there some type you know it's so funny that they're so different on home at their home
1: field compared compared down the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's night and day. Jekyll and Hyde. It's, I mean, I they, it's you know, offensively. Because... Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Offense. Yeah, offensively, they moved the ball against Pittsburgh, but just, even then, it still, to me, didn't seem like they were really in sync. Like, like, uh, Patriot Maven said, like, get James White involved. That's gonna open other things up. He doesn't do it. I mean that's on McDaniel's, period. In my opinion. Yeah, I just even McDaniel said, I think it was yesterday, that he needs to be better, and yeah, I agree.
3: Well, that's always gonna be a subject of uh criticism for you
1: anyways. I mean I give him From his McDaniels. credit.
3: I gave him
2: credit well, on do, Twitter well, you, Sunday.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah that need
3: to write that out, right?
1: No, it was a great play design to Hogan. That was beautiful, right? And you know, I could have ran that one in. I couldn't. I ain't gonna be yeah. running the ball. There's no way I'm
3: going downfield like that. <laughs>
2: but I'm yeah, that the was the a great play. Screen, call. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, break. That was a great play call. And, they, you know, they executed it, and Poget was just gone. But then you didn't see any of that kind of stuff the rest of the game. You know, and the the last two play calls at the end of that game was four guys doing the same play, two downs in a row, and it worked neither time. Right. And that, you know, that third and 15, like, if Brady turn back to White Hayward would have crushed him. Oh yeah,
3: he would have cleaned. You know.
1: Yeah, I think he still would have been getting off the turf tonight. He would have
3: got hammered. Yeah, good, good possibility, right? <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: Jesus. I mean, yeah. Could you maybe say, "Hey, he should have had him leak out earlier and thrown it before, you know, what five, six seconds?" Yeah, definitely, but. He leaked out late. Could he have lobbed it over Hayward's head and got it to him? Probably, but and White probably would have crushed himself. That time, by that time, you lobbing it, the defense has time to re- react. Right. You well
2: know, they're
1: like he like he said, their defense is pretty good. That they, they've underachieved there most of the year, like always. But I mean it was basically a must win for Pittsburgh. If they lost Sunday, they were done. They weren't making the playoffs.
3: I mean they still would play the Saints though. That's not gonna be an easy game because 'cause they're still gunning for home field.
1: Yeah, that's on the road, right? Oh, wow. That's in yeah, that's down in New Orleans. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely picking the Saints. The trend's gonna continue. Every team that's beaten the Patriots has lost the next week. Crazy how that happens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked about it. I mean, you know, every team gets up for playing the Pats, and it like takes everything out of them. Right. See, as far as like the
3: playoffs, seeding go, they're also not gonna get the the first seed. Just scratch right. that out. That's not happening. I think they definitely have a good chance of slamming into the two spot. Right. The only thing that I'm really concerned about, like on the road, would be Arrowhead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As
3: as good as the charges are at, at you know, as a team, and I understand where <laughs> Maven came from, talking about, you know, beating a good team on the road. Yeah. That is not home field that would not be a home field advantage for the Bolts in the conference final. No. there's no way. No, I mean, don't they you draw to, You wouldn't. It's a 29,000-seat stadium. Right. The, yeah. There's no way, and a lot of those would be Patriot fans. There's, there's no way that that's right. a legitimate home field.
1: As no. To you. Yeah, and the Patriots playing outside in, like, what, 70-degree weather in January? I think they'll take that.
2: You know. Right.
1: As opposed to having and to go in ten degree weather in Kansas City. <laughs> for
3: a good majority of games, the Patriots absolutely own them. They've been there yeah. for years and years and years. They're a good team, but on playoff times that's when, you know, these teams true colors start to show.
1: Right, and, you know, the, I mean, the big issue in that game would be Melvin Gordon. Yep. Well, Last time they played, right? didn't he have, like, the 80-yard touchdown run or something like that?
3: Yeah, he broke loose yeah. on the
1: right side and just barreling down the... Yeah.
3: Down the side. no one caught him. Remember gone, that? Like, Jesus.
2: Yeah.
3: You were there. <laughs> He's like, all oh, you see is the guy just... do 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 Like, okay. It's funny because, like on TV, everything's kind of like fast. This was like, like slow motion, basically. (laughs) Damn, like that guy don't look like he's running that fast, but they couldn't catch him. No, and he's a huge dude. He'd he'd be a problem to tackle. (laughs) But you know they have question marks too, like Keenan Allen. How healthy is he? He got his hip messed up, and I can't just see the game. I haven't really paid attention. Right. I don't know if you heard anything or not about him.
1: No. I mean, yeah. Anything with a leg and a receiver is never a good combination.
3: That's yeah, hip, yeah. I mean, they got Williams, but put Gilmore on him. I'm not concerned about it.
1: Right. And Jackson, too. like...
3: Yeah, he's he's he, gonna be you know, he's been great.
2: Jesus,
3: like kudos for you for calling that about Jackson. You like? Yeah, yeah. We camp. were praising him,
1: right? I'm like, wow, that guy can cover.
3: He's gonna be a wild card, I they come playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he just set down Schuster is one of the better receivers in the league to four catches and what forty yards, I think.
3: Yeah. He's definitely no slouch, that's for sure. No,
1: right. Yeah, and even uh, Schuster after the game was, I guess, telling Jackson, he's like, "Hey, you're a heck of a player, and you're gonna be getting even better." So, right. So it's Juju doesn't really praise a lot of people, at least that I've heard. And for him to say that about a rookie, I'm like, "Whoa, like that's impressive."
3: Earl attack, right? He's from Maryland.
1: Pretty sure, yeah. Sounds right.
3: Yeah. Wow. Something about oh, yeah, I mean, undrafted yeah. people, right?
1: Right.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah, so, you know, Do you, you remember to- in 06? O- I think it was 06, yeah. When, like, Indy had probably, like, the worst uh, run defense in, like, league history. During the regular season. Yep. But then come playoff time, nobody could run on them.
3: That one still stings.
1: Right? Nobody could run on them that whole playoffs. It's like, whoa, what the heck happened? For some reason, maybe it's my Patriot glasses. I could see the Pats doing that, figuring it out in time for the playoffs and then just basically shutting teams down. Running wise. I don't know what you think. I just but... got
3: cons- I, I just got concerns about time and that's why I think the bye week is so critical. They'll give Absolutely. Them an extra week. I think yep. if they have to go on, if they have to go into wildcard weekend I wanna be a little bit on edge about things.
1: Mhm. Yeah, because then you're probably gonna have to win two road games. Oh, you're gonna have you yeah, you're
3: pretty much – well, I to say because that – guys to figure it this way. Whoever doesn't take that title from AFC West is going to be a fifth yeah. seed.
2: That's going to yeah. be a
3: scary proposition right there. Yep. You'd be looking at like either a Baltimore or a Pittsburgh. Essentially going up against either the Chiefs or the Bulls in Pittsburgh. Who do you like in those matchups?
2: Uh I you know, if Pittsburgh Michigan
3: at least
1: if Pittsburgh played Kansas City, Pittsburgh would probably beat them. Yeah, you know, like so? de- Pittsburgh yeah. Pittsburgh defensive line is a problem. Like Maven said, like you know, all the holding penalties, but you know, a lot of it had to do with how fast Pittsburgh guys were getting off the ball. You know, I wonder, that from, makes, I wonder
3: yeah. if that's film study where they're getting tipped off by something.
1: Maybe it could be because you're on the road. I mean, you, you got to be able to pick up the tells that the QBs are doing, you know, silent count, whatever. It can't be that difficult to pick up if you're a good defensive player. I remember, remember a few years ago when they played in Denver. I think it was 15 when they lost. Somebody yeah. on Denver said, oh, yeah, we knew when they were hiking the ball because the center lifted his head.
3: Yep. Oh, Brady got killed that game. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They beat to death. Yeah. Right? And they Anyone still almost would have been put... Anyone listen to the show would be put in the hospital from that day. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Jesus. Yeah, God. especially the first um, half,
3: he got destroyed.
1: <laughs> but yeah, really I didn't think. Uh, I didn't think Brady played bad on Sunday, but that interception was bad. That's not like him. Yeah, agreed.
3: Like I've been saying for all this time, he's he's played at such a high level that you just expect perfection from him, and when he slips just a little bit, it gets it's very noticeable. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It's not like he's not a regular quarterback. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. I know there's people who want to sit here and dispute what he is, whether he's the goat or not. Whatever. That's always going to be a thing with. Can basis, there's people who are never going to agree that he is, no matter what you say. Right. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty much done just discussing the whole situation,
1: really. Yeah, it's like how much uh you want to spend time banging your head against the wall.
3: Exactly, because no matter what you say, yeah. the people who don't believe it aren't going to budge, anyways, and like, you're not going to, so why bother?
1: No, I mean, there were some fans
2: blaming. It It becomes
1: a circle of disbelief, basically. Yeah, I mean, there was some fan Sunday blaming the defense for the loss. I, I couldn't take it. I got off of social media when I started hearing that nonsense.
3: It's definitely a a different feel when they lose compared to when they win,
1: don't
3: (laughs) it? The fans are different, for sure.
1: Yeah, all big time. They should win,
3: though, the next two games. Pretty confident about that. Oh, yeah. um,
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll just be watching to see how they fix the issues on offense and hopefully correcting some of the run defense. But, I mean, their secondary has been lights out. I mean, it's a so, paper,
3: they gotta... so they're going to make things interesting regardless. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could see them going, even if they get the two seed and whoever's won end up losing, and so, you know, the Pats host both games in the playoffs and then go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's basically a road game, so you're going to have to win You have to figure out how to win at least one road game if you want the title.
3: Yes and no. I mean, you're going to have to win on the road, but that's not really a road game. That's just an exhibition game for all the marbles, basically.
1: Well, it's Atlanta. There won't be many fans for the Pats there. No, but I mean, Super Bowl is is a lot of corporate stuff
3: that goes on. Yeah. You have fans, but a lot of that's corporations. Adam. Mm. I,
2: mean, I
3: couldn't imagine a Super Bowl team actually having to play a true road game with a higher scene, better record, et cetera, breakdowns, strength right. and size, all, all that stuff would have to go into a place with just your average Joe's buying tickets. That would be insanity. <laughs> Imagine how loud those stadiums would be!
2: Right? Oh, jeez!
3: <laughs> oh, that'd be not, fun. Right. not a fun. day at the office.
1: No, so as far as like predictions, the last two games, I'm not making them anymore. I'm done. <laughs>
3: me neither. <laughs> nope.
1: Yeah, yeah. No thanks. I'll just say they win, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, the- right. Don't care if it's by one or thirty. Right. I think they'll win. I. I think the Eagles are going to beat Houston this weekend. but I'm not sure about the Chiefs and the Seahawks. That's going to be closer than some might think. Sunday night, you know, 8.30 in Seattle. That place is loud. Oh, yeah. It's a big test for uh, Mahomes. So, yeah, it is see how it goes yeah we're uh just so everyone knows we're not doing an episode next week so they gave us the week right. off sb nation that was very nice of them so. then we'll be back january 1st bringing in the new year with uh jerry thornton from barstool you know am gonna talk about the patriots you know what they might what he thinks they might do in the playoffs, et cetera, and uh talk about his books. So that'd be a fun time. definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've both probably been following him for a while. So. Good guy. Yeah. You want you wanna wrap the show up on that note? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Oh uh Tom Brady and Stephon Gilmore both made the Pro Bowl. Flowers got snubbed, uh Devlin got snubbed guess those three touchdowns in two games didn't get him over the top. Wow. Yeah. But glad Gilmore got in. He definitely deserved it. Brady, I'm yep. kind of on the edge about. I think Mahomes better, definitely better get in. Rivers should be in. And I don't know, maybe Luck is the one who gets snubbed. But... It's a popularity contest, basically. Yeah, the fans vote. Yeah. I mean, it's more of just a prestige thing now. Like, do many people even really watch the Pro Bowl?
3: (laughs) I vote, but I haven't watched one
1: in years. Right. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I vote, too, but I don't watch. But, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. So, thanks again to SB Nation. Check this out on patspulpit.com. Tomorrow, it'll be up probably around 11 a.m. or so. So follow us on Twitter. Mine's WePlay for titles. What's yours, Chris? Mine's Chris underscore Blackie. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Go on to iTunes, subscribe to the Pat's Pulpit podcast if you're not already share it with your friends, have them do reviews as well. So thanks again for listening, sharing this episode. Have a good one.